0: On episode 365 of Nintendo SwitchCraft, Nintendo is sharing some Mario Maker courses with us. CNET interviews Doug Bowser about the Switch Lite. Investors are bullish on the Switch Lite. And the OG Switch is getting some new hardware as well. Hey, this is Michael Stefano from Bridgewater, Massachusetts. And you're listening to Nintendo SwitchCraft. you live every monday wednesday friday and saturday tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is made possible by patrons like martin s get switchcraft and all of my other content ad free for as little as a dollar by joining the patreon over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp you can also leave a voicemail just like michael stefano um uh Michael Stefano did at the beginning of the show uh, by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. And I may even play it on the show. When it's least expected, you're elected. You're the star today. Smile, you're on Game Boy Camera. It's fun to look at yourself as other people do. How's your sense of humor? There's a rumor, laughter's on its way. My you're on Game Boy Camera. Yes, with Game Boy Camera, you can turn photography into photography. Oh my gosh, I forgot how long that ad was. I need to maybe get rid of that one because that was too long. But that's okay. I think it's a hilarious ad. Maybe I'll keep it in there. Uh, because man, I love old ads like that. Anyway, let's we've got a lot to talk about today, so I don't want to waste time talking about old old uh, video game advertisements. Uh, Nintendo of America, first off, I've got a PSA for everybody. Nintendo of America tweeted out today, uh, or was it yesterday? Um, ch- ch- yes, yes, uh, today, they tweeted out today. Looking for some fun courses to tackle in Super Mario Maker 2? Have a go at the courses created by Nintendo's Treehouse for Super Mario Maker 2 Invitational 2019 by using the Maker ID below and let us know if you're able to conquer them. And then they give the Maker ID, uh, which is uh, GC0BJMHBG. I'm not going to repeat it. You can just play it back if you want. Or you can go to the show notes, uh, which are at runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 365. That's right. If you wanted to start today, it would take you one year if you listen to one episode a day to listen to Nintendo Switchcraft, which is pretty cool. Uh, We've got one episode for every day of the year. Uh, Actually, probably more than that because we've got light switches and bonus episodes and stuff like that. Uh, Speaking of Mario Maker 2, I've been having an absolute blast and I've been getting lots and lots of people sending in levels via our um, uh, Mario Maker 2 landing page. If you didn't know about this, let me just remind everybody Go to runjumpstomp.com slash Mario... uh, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. It's runjumpstomp.com slash MM. And once you get there, uh, there's going to be a big old picture uh, that says Super Mario Maker 2. If you click on that, it's going to give you a place to put in all of the information for your level uh, for other people to play. And if you want to play the the levels that other people are putting in, uh, there's a link underneath that that says click here to see a list of community courses. And we've got a bunch of those courses as well. Uh, We're almost up to 100 courses already. And that's fantastic because that means that we have essentially created an entire another story mode for you guys uh to play so again that link is runjumpstomp.com slash mm and i've been streaming this game a lot on twitch and been having an absolute blast with it and these are the courses that i've been playing so if if you've been watching me stream over on my twitch page and you're like man these courses are really fun that's how you get to it all right let's uh let's listen to or not listen to but let's check out this interview Uh, with Doug Bowser from CNET. Now, I'm not going to go to the CNET website because they have autoplaying ads and and videos and stuff and popover crap and it's nonsense. And it's all of the things that I hate about the internet. And it is the reason why I like to use ad blocker on things because of the garbage that... CNET is doing. Uh, but you know, they got to sit down with Doug Bowser, so I had to go there and uh read the article. And of course, you can follow the article as well if you want. Again, episode 365 show notes are over at runjumpstomp.com. Uh, but there's a couple of things that came out of the interview that I thought were uh important. I look, there's no reason for anybody to think that the Nintendo Switch, the OG Nintendo Switch, the original. Uh, you know, the one that we've been playing on since March 3rd, 2017. Uh, there's no reason for anybody to think that this thing is going away anytime soon, and it's definitely not. Uh, but Cena asked Doug Bowser, is it going away anytime soon? And Doug Bowser, who, by the way, is the new president of Nintendo, he took over for Misti- Mr. Kimishima, or, or no, uh, Mr. Fils-Aime, uh earlier this year. I think it was in April. I was confusing Mr. Uh, Mr. Bowser with Mr. Furukawa who took over for Mr. Kimishima. Anyway, uh, Doug Bowser, president of Nintendo of America. He said, we believe the two systems will complement each other and coexist in the market. No, duh. Of course they will. Um, He said he distinguishes the light as a compact, lightweight, dedicated gaming device, whereas the Switch is not. And I think that's. That's cool. I, I would also say that the Switch is compact, lightweight, dedicated gaming device. But the, I I certainly believe that there is room for both in the market. Uh, the, the existence of the Switch Lite is really, really huge for Nintendo's bottom line. I'm not the only one to think so. We'll talk about investors uh, in, in just a little bit. Uh, but I think that this year is going to be Nintendo's biggest year for the Switch. It's going to be bigger than that first year. The Switch has already sold $35 million And I I don't know. I, I, I feel like Nintendo is going to blow all of our expectations out of the water with the Nintendo Switch Lite. Because that $200 price point is very, very attractive. And uh it, it it doesn't you know it looks like it's a more durable system it has less moving parts and less moving parts is always good and if you were ever curious o- on whether less moving parts is always good i just want to point you at the original 2ds the wedge-shaped 2ds that doesn't have the hinge like that thing is built like a dump truck it is indestructible And it's fantastic that it's indestructible because, you know, you you have a hinge. Kids are going to bust the hinge. You have removable Joy-Cons. The kids are going to break the removable Joy-Cons very easily as you you take this thing on and off over and over and over again. If it doesn't have those removable Joy-Cons, that's one less thing to break. Now, I talked about this when I had Alex on the show on Wednesday, and we kind of tackled the, the Switch light, And uh, we, we talked about the idea of the joysticks, because Nintendo has had an issue with the joysticks. Only time will tell if the joysticks are going to be um, better or not. Uh, in Nintendo... If you're listening, I hope you nailed the joystick problem because it's a big deal to have to rebuy. Uh, it, it, it's a big deal to have to ship away your entire console to have the controller fixed, whereas just shipping the controller is very, very different. Anyway, uh, other speaking of Joy Cons, uh, this is actually pretty important. You know, a lot of people, they have the left Joy Con on the Switch. And they are not a fan of the D-pad. Now, myself, I know that I'm in the minority. But I am a huge, huge fan of the D-pad on this Joy-Con. I think it's fantastic for anything that doesn't require uh, diagonals. So things like uh, Street Fighter, terrible on it. Things like Mortal Kombat, terrible on it. Most other things, I feel like this D-pad is fantastic. And I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, in fact, I was playing on my Twitch stream, uh, earlier today I was playing a Tetris 99 uh, and that's how I that's how I play is using this because it's just so good. By the way, be- before I get distracted with yet another shiny thing, Tetris 99 has their uh, Splatoon theme going on right now. You got to earn a hundred points, so get in there this weekend, play a bunch of Tetris 99 levels, and you can earn your uh, Splatoon theme, which is actually pretty good. It really is, and it's got that Splatoon music, which uh, I-, I know a lot of people uh, really really like. Uh, okay so why am i talking about the joy-con with the d-pad i'm talking about it because of course cnet asked an awesome question you know i'm not going to yell at cnet all the time but they asked a great question they said look you've now are going to be shipping a nintendo switch that has a d-pad on the left hand side you know, it comes with a D-pad by default, default D-pad. There you go. And what a lot of people have been hoping for is that you're going to um, to ship a Joy-Con for the Nintendo Switch, the OG Switch, the original, you know, the modular one where the, where the Joy-Cons come off, that you're going to ship one that has that D-pad uh, as well. So are we going to get a Joy-Con? that has a d-pad built in from nintendo and doug bowser uh he said and i I got the wrong window open he said there are no plans or nothing to announce in terms of further variations of joy con now a lot of people will read that and they'll be like oh it's the end of the world we're not going to get a a d-pad joy con anytime soon by the way say d-pad joy con five times fast it's tough all that um we're not going to get one. Nintendo is never going to listen to us. Listen to what he said again. He said, and I quote, there are no plans or nothing to announce in terms of further variations of Joy-Con. Listen, earlier this year, Nintendo said we're not putting out new hardware. Oh, actually, that's not quite true. Earlier this year, Nintendo uh, said that our E3 announcement is based on software. Uh, that so we knew that they weren't going to say anything about uh, hardware at E3 this year. Um, uh, but you know they ended up releasing hardware. They, they, there's been many times where Nintendo has said we're never going to do anything like this, and then they do something like this. And it's because they announce things when they're ready to announce them, and that's just the way it's gonna have to. It's gonna have to go. Uh, another question that, so I, do I think that we're going to get a D-pad Joy-Con at some point? hope so. I really do hope so. For all those people who it's very, very important to myself, I don't really care. Uh, there is a Hori D-pad Joy-Con, uh, H-O-R-I D-pad Joy-Con, uh, that you can, uh, download, download. You cannot download the, this Joy-Con. That you can buy uh, from Amazon. I'm trying to bring it up on screen right now. Uh, Here we go. So it won't let me open this up. Open image and new tab. Uh, Here we go. So this is the HORI D-pad Joy-Con. Except it's not really a Joy-Con. It doesn't have all of the things in that the Joy Con has. So I don't think it has motion control. I don't think it has HD Rumble. Uh so ha- adding that in, oh and I don't think it has Wi-Fi. It only works when it's connected. So all of those things together mean it's not really what you're looking for. Uh, it's really, really not not what you're looking for. Uh honestly uh Joel Mead in chat is uh is kind of trolling me a little bit because he knows that the one thing that I want changed about the Joy-Con is not the D-pad. The one thing that I want changed is the minus button. That minus button is hot trash and needs to be thrown out and needs to be replaced with, um, I don't know, a circle button with a minus in the middle or something like that. Just something that's a little easier to hit because I find that thing to be terrible. Uh, By the way, if you are interested in the HORI D-pad uh, controller, uh, L for, uh, that has like the Zelda theme on it. And it is officially licensed. It is $15 right now. It is on sale, uh, for 40% off. I'm actually going to get a link and throw that in the show notes as well. And I'll drop that into chat for the, the people who are interested. $14, Fourteen dollars or fifteen nine or I'm sorry fourteen ninety nine or fifteen dollars. That's a pretty good deal. Now you might be asking yourself, why is it so cheap? Because of all of the limitations that I just told you. It doesn't have uh, the Wi-Fi. It doesn't have the HD Rumble. It doesn't have a lot of stuff, and that's lame. Okay, uh, let's talk about something else that the Switch Lite is not going to have, at least not at first. Uh, he was asked about uh, Doug Bowser was asked by CNET uh, about. How how does a multi-switch household work? So let's pretend for a second that I've got my my OG Switch, which I'm a huge fan of. This is uh, this is my main gaming device. I play on this thing all the time. Uh, but I want to get the Switch Lite because it's smaller and lighter, and I just want to keep it in my backpack and take it with me when I go places and just leave the the OG Switch at home. How can I play so that my save data will be on both? And I don't know if the question was posed in a way that Doug Bowser knew exactly what it meant and decided not to quite answer the question, Um, but his response to how do we get our save data back and forth between the two so that we're basically using this at home and the light on the go, and his answer is, yes, you will have the ability to transfer between devices, your gameplay experiences, more to come on there, but that is the intention. Okay, from what I'm reading here, I feel like what Doug Bowser is saying is that if I go out and buy a Switch Lite, I can transfer all of my data from this Switch to the Switch Lite, but that's not really what people are asking about i think what people are asking about is will i be able to play zelda on my switch Lite while i'm out and about and then when i get home pick up my main switch and play on there with the same save file and if i were to guess i would say probably not uh but you know, he answered the question. Yes, you will have the ability to transfer between devices your gameplay experiences. I don't know that he understood the question or not. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about investors very quickly because I'm not a business guy. I don't I don't follow this stuff uh, super uh, super closely. But uh, after the announcement of the Switch Lite, uh, Nintendo shares hit a nine month high Uh, so this comes to us via video games chronicle.com and they're actually taking information from uh, financial times which i don't have a subscription to so i can't look at Uh, but the stock rose as much as 4.5 percent or 386 dollars in tokyo trading its highest level since october according to the financial times this is not a huge surprise investors understand that this this and most of the time i would say that investors are idiots you know they just don't understand the video game market but what they do understand is that this thing is going to sell like crazy it is going to be the number one fastest selling system this year even though yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely gonna it's gonna out i think this is gonna come out in september and I think from September to to uh, December 31st, I think that they will sell more switch lights than they did all year of the normal switch. That's that's my my guess is that they will sell more switch lights from September, October, November, December in those four months than they will the other eight months of the year for the for the og switch because it's cheaper because it's smaller because it's more portable and not everybody cares that they can plug it into a tv do i care that i can't plug it into a tv absolutely i care that i can't plug it into a tv but guess what this thing is not for me no matter how much i want one because it looks really cool like the colors that they picked are fantastic as a Twitch streamer and content creator, I make videos on YouTube. I can't use this to make those videos. So buying one of these makes no sense for for me. But I also can understand that I'm not the market for this device. And the market for this device is a lot larger than the market for devices like this that can also plug into a TV and I know there's a lot of people saying but it's not a switch if it doesn't switch and I understand that but still it's going to sell huge absolutely huge this is big big news for Nintendo and it's big news for Switchcraft because more people out there with a switch means more people out there possibly listening to my podcast Uh, So let's talk about the differences real quick. We've got, um, this is, (laughs) this is funny. This is posted by a Reddit user named Stinky Fish Sauce, which is a hilarious and awful name, Uh, but it is basically a comparison mode between the two. Uh, And there's a couple of things that I want to make sure that I address because we had incomplete information yesterday. Before we get to this, I'm going to take a second and thank our sponsors. And then when we get back, we're going to compare the OG Switch to the new hotness that is the Switch Lite. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the reeses because when you want something sweet you can't do better than reeses find reeses now at a store near you if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, welcome back, everybody. So, comparing the switch to the switch light, okay? So, this again, Stinky Fish Sauce. I love that name. A Reddit user posted this. Uh, so... Uh, The OG Switch, TV, tabletop, handheld play modes. The Switch Lite, handheld only mode, okay? Uh, The the regular Switch includes two Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons have HD rumble, gyro motion sensor, IR sensor, and an NFC reader for Amiibo, okay? The Switch Lite does not contain Joy-Cons. It has pretty much the same buttons except, excuse me, except the D-pad, it does not have HD rumble. It does not have the infrared sensor. Now, somebody, some people might ask, why doesn't it have the infrared sensor? I think Nintendo's whole thing with the infrared sensor is for games like like party games, like 1-2-Switch uh, and for, for uh, Nintendo Labo. And none of that stuff really works for the, the, the Switch in handheld mode. So uh, why put it in there? Let's save some money and get it out of there. Um, it does, however, have an NFC reader and it does have a gyro motion sensor. Uh, so motion controls will work in the game. So when you want to play Splatoon, you can still use motion controls, uh, if you're using the Switch Lite, which I think is very important. And something else to keep in mind, it can also connect to an extra Joy-Con, though personally, that little tiny screen, along with the fact that it has no kickstand, means why would you ever connect another Joy-Con to this thing? I, that's something I don't understand. Uh, but you can if you want to. Uh, both support Wi-Fi, both support Bluetooth. Of course, neither of them support Bluetooth headsets because Nintendo makes uh, foolish decisions sometimes. Both have a 3.5 uh, audio jack, which is great to see. Uh, adaptive brightness. Okay, so this is important. Uh, on the Nintendo switch OG let me just wipe my greasy fingerprints off of off of my switch uh, on the on the switch you can see a cutout for the the uh, ambient light sensor on the screen and if you look at yours you can see it yourself but uh, we've got our little cutout for our light sensor there and it just des- it, it detects how bright the room is and then adjusts the brightness automatically this gives you a huge savings in in battery um, the switch light only has manual adjustment of brightness so that is something to keep in mind uh, that is, I think that's a mistake because the adaptive brightness will save you battery over time. If you're playing in a bright room, it brightens it up. If you're playing in a dark room, it darkens it down. And I think a lot of people will just set it at maximum brightness and leave it there, and they're they're going to have a shorter battery life than somebody who's uh, riding the levels of brightness all the time. Uh, so I think that that's that's a mistake in, in my in my opinion. Um, let's see what else uh not compatible with labo kits Uh not compatible with the dock Uh, it does not output to a tv. Therefore it does not come with a dock hdmi cable or kickstand I was doing a little research yesterday and uh, I don't know how accurate this information is But I read that the switch The current switch the og switch which I think that's what we're going to call it from now on Uh, this has an extra chip that takes the, uh, the video signal and encodes it to go over USB-C. And that's why it can output to a TV. Now, if Nintendo left that chip out, then even if you are able to hook it up to a dock that, like, a modified dock that doesn't have the front on it, so you can just slot, slot this down into the dock, um... It still may not output to a TV. However, only time will tell. Um, the rest of the stuff we kind of talked about yesterday, so I'm not going to I'm not going to retread that same information. But uh, I, I think good job, Stinky Fish Sauce, for uh, for finding that information. All right, uh, man, we're running out of time. I got to go fast. Uh, the OG Switch is also getting new hardware, so some people might think that this is the um this is and what's the word i'm looking for uh this is the switch pro that everyone's been talking about oh my gosh they're upgrading the switch they're not upgrading the switch as time goes on video game console manufacturers find new ways to cut costs in making new uh, or in making chipsets they find ways to make the chipsets more efficient they find ways to make the system more efficient or they find ways to build the systems themselves in a more efficient way so the internal layout of the chips might be different or they might replace one chip with another and that won't actually give you more power but maybe more efficiency or longer battery life or something like that. Uh, well, Nintendo is updating the original Switch with a new new CPU and storage. Now, there's rumors that this is the NVIDIA Tegra that, that we've been wondering about for a while, but uh, w- where is this coming from? Well, Nintendo submitted what is called a class two permission change to the FCC. Anything that uh, any kind of electronics that you, that you sell in the, in the United States has to go through the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, uh, to say, hey, yes, you can sell this thing here, or no, you can't. Uh, And so a class two permission change allows a, a, a device manufacturer to replace some of the components inside with newer components. That doesn't mean more powerful. It just might be more efficient or cheaper. Uh, that not cheaper in a way that's going to make your experience bad, but cheaper in a way that's going to save Nintendo money over time. Uh, So uh, this is what they sent. They said, to whom it may concern, this is a request, a class two permissive change for FCC ID, blah, 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 blah. Originally granted on uh, December 25th, 2016 and all its permissive changes. We changed the following points from the original model. Change of SOC type, which means system on system on a chimp, not a chimp. System on a chip. Uh, change the NAND memory type. NAND that's the storage. So the 32 gigabytes of storage that comes on the switch, and the CPU board is changed to uh, due to the above two components. So the main board that is inside the chip, uh, the the Nintendo Switch is going to be changed out in order to allow the switch to have new NAND memory, and new uh, the new chip. Uh, so what does this mean for existing Switch owners? Nothing. What does this mean for people who buy the Switch in the future? Uh, maybe they'll get an old one. Maybe they'll get a new one. And what is the difference for those two things? At the end of the day, probably not much. Uh, Nintendo wouldn't be putting a more powerful chip, maybe a more efficient one, maybe one that runs a little cooler maybe one that's just cheaper for them to manufacture and companies do this all the time look at the a lot of times uh think of the ps4 and then the ps4 slim or the xbox one and then the xbox one s and then the xbox you know all of these different versions that basically run everything basically the same way uh but they're just doing it in a way that makes it Uh, probably more profitable for Nintendo. Now, there's undoubtedly going to be some people out there who are going to take this information. They're going to say, new storage. Does that mean we're going to get like a 64 gigabyte Nintendo Switch device? I don't think so. Nintendo made their decision. They said 32 gigs is good enough. I agree with them because they gave us the ability to put in an SD card of pretty much any size that we want. So by going with a 64 gigabyte uh, storage, they're just going to increase their cost and lower their profit. And still people will end up having to get an SD card anyway. So I don't think that that's going to be happening anytime soon. Uh, All right. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to save the rest of these stories for tomorrow's episode. Uh, So I'll just give you a quick preview of what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the Nintendo download. We're going to talk about some messenger DLC, uh, a return of a a, a classic uh, franchise to the Nintendo Switch, as well as all of your feedback from my tweet that I posted. And I talked about this on yesterday's show. Uh, I tweeted out now that the switch light is official. What do you think of it? Will you be picking one up? Reply with your reasons, and I will read them on the show. Uh, so far, we've got 151 votes, and if you want to, if you want to respond to that, I'm Run Jump Stomp on Twitter. You can find me there. You can go to runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 365. Follow the link in the show notes to that tweet. Reply to that tweet with what you think, and that's going to be a unless some big news happens, that's going to be the big focus of tomorrow's uh, episode. All right, so let's wrap this up. If you want to become a part of the community, join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Uh, There's like 500 awesome people in there, and we we, we would love to have more awesome people. And if you're listening to this, you're probably pretty awesome. So runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can watch the show live with the chat people uh, over at uh, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And you can get a hold of me by emailing me. I also get a bunch of emails for tomorrow's episode as well. Uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on Twitter, like I said before. If you want to support the show, super easy to do. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There's ways that cost money. There's ways that are free uh, the best way to support the show is to tell a friend about it and, uh, you know, get, get them to listen to it and download it and just keep downloading those episodes and listening and responding. You guys are fantastic. If you like this show, you'll probably like my other shows runjumpstomp.com slash shows. And the music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. You guys are awesome. Thank you for watching and listening and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.